Like it's deep, like it's needed. So I definitely see ourselves in a position where we've gotten to the point where we have enough funding, where we can turn this into our full-time job and not have to do it with full-time jobs. Welcome to Baddies with Business. I'm your host, Maloran Hodge. Come with me on a journey as I create a space to chat with Black women about their aspirations, struggles, and learnings within business. Learn and grow as we talk about how being a baddie and business go hand in hand. So baddie, tell us about yourself. Um, what do you want to know, Queens? Like all the things, a little tea. What do you want? Mm, what do you want to tell me? <laughs> I'm not just playing. Oh my God, we can do a little kiki for Okay. Oh, focus, hello. Focus, focus, focus. Okay. My name is Halima. I'm from Prince George's County. I am Ugandan and Nigerian, um, but raised in PG County. Love it. Uh, I went to Eleanor Roosevelt High School in Greenbelt, Maryland, which is where I started my nonprofit organization, Amara Rose Inc. Um, I started it when I was about to graduate from the University of Maryland College Park, um, where I went for undergrad, and then I went to law school in Virginia, um, earned my master's from the University of Baltimore. Um, I'm a licensed attorney <laughs> in Maryland. Come in through. Yes, clean, you know, a little ratchet, sophisticated, what we do. Um, what else? Yeah, I'm a licensed attorney. I do consulting work, do the nonprofit work, give back to the babies. That's it. A general gist. That that is not general, no oh, basic. Okay. I didn't want to wrap you up. I don't know what you want. So let me give you the thirty seconds. Uh, I can back you. Up. You want to go a little deeper? Go, go deep. This. You deep. tell me what you want. <laughs> I want the people to know about you. Yeah. Like I want them to learn about you. I want them to connect with you. And so whatever mm-hmm. you want to share, you know. Yeah, I mean that's just about me overall. I would say like. What makes me happy is definitely the work that we're doing with Amara Rose. It's definitely a necessity. Um, Like I said, I started it when I was about to graduate from college. When I was about to graduate, reflecting on everything that I had accomplished as, you know, a first-generation American. My parents aren't from here. So you are kind of figuring out a lot of it as you go along and just being a Black girl in America. It's a lot. And, you know, I was just thinking how dope would it have been if I had a mentor to kind of guide me along the way to give me a little bit more insight and a heads up. So I wouldn't have made as many mistakes as I did. I mean, I turned out pretty good, but mm-hmm. who knows? I could have been in like Harvard Business School or something like that. Right. So that was really the inspiration. <laughs> so since then, we've been going back to Roosevelt. Um, and it's just like amazing seeing the growth in the girls. Um, we've continued the program through COVID. So traditionally, we are 100% in person. But when our good sis COVID came and did not leave, we had to figure out how to adapt to virtual. So we've been doing everything virtually. um, And that's been an experience in and of itself, figuring out how to engage teenage girls via Zoom when they've been on Zoom the entire day. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, um, what do I do outside of Amara Rose, which has been taking up my life lately? I love (laughs) to chill. I know it seems like I love a good kiki and I'm not socially awkward, but I love just sitting on the couch like under my blanket, like my best friend will come over and we'll literally just lay on the couch and watch movies all day. Um, I love to eat. I love a good meal. Um, as soon as we get off this call, I'm about to finish the shrimp and rice that I was Hello. tearing up. I had to put myself together to meet with you. What else? 
Yeah. I need to get back in the gym. Spill it, spill yeah. it all the tea. <laughs> just, yeah. just reading you yourself to feel right now. <laughs> you know, I'm one who I believe in uplifting yourself, but also telling yourself the truth. So I'll be telling myself like this, get it together right. before you gain a little too much and you salty. But here we are. Here we, here we are. Um, yeah. I, I appreciate you. Like, <laughs> I, I appreciate you. Um, I really appreciate how you like share that you were able to pivot um, mm-hmm. like during COVID. So I want to get to that, like that talking mm-hmm. about that pivot. But before we get there, can you tell me more about like the inspiration and the catalyst for the name um, Amari Rose? Oh yeah, of course. So um, at the time when I was like, okay, I want to start a mentoring program for girls at my school. What should I call it? So I was just trying to think about like what characteristics do black and brown women girls need um to survive in today's society so imara means strong and resolute in swahili and then rose um if you're from the dmv you know eleanor roosevelt high school in greenbelt maryland is the best school to ever do it and if you're familiar no one ever says roosevelt we always say rose so that's where the rose came from so it's a pun on the school's name and representative of the flower which denotes beauty so we want our girls to be strong, resolute, beautiful on the inside and out. Yes, that's powerful. What are Thank some um, what are some words that they would use to describe the program and the organization? Oh, that's good. I think, and it's funny that you asked that because I always ask them mm-hmm. the same question. I would say it's a lot of things. I would say it's... Um, life-changing do you want a word or can I do phrases you can do a phrase you can do a word and a phrase that connects to it okay yeah I would definitely say life-changing I mean the stuff that we've been able to do with the girls is just like I don't know dope like not to toot our own horn but it's dope like when I think back to you know before COVID when we first launched the program when it was still the Obama administration like we took like 25 black and brown girls to the White House to meet with black yeah. and brown women who work in the White House to sit for like 90 minutes and just kick it, like share your insight, your knowledge. Like they went to Google DC where Google sponsored a lunch and learn where again, they just got to sit and talk with black and brown women. They did the same thing at Capitol Hill. They've been at the Supreme Court. They've been to Baltimore City Circuit Court where a judge cleared the court and did like a whole mock trial with them. So I would definitely say it's like a life-changing opportunity where if you have the advantage to do it, definitely do it. Because it's just providing them with access to opportunities that I know when I was growing up, nobody was doing that for me. Like Mm -hmm. I never had those chances. So yeah, I would definitely say life-changing. I would definitely say just magic. Like the fact that it's definitely hard work, but when you step back and you look like, damn, look at all of these black and brown women doing it for these black and brown girls. Like, yes. it's not like any of us are like super old or rocket scientists or anything like that. It's just that we care and we want to give back, you know? So that's very meaningful to me, at least. So, yeah. Yeah, that is that is meaningful. Do they come back after they graduate? Well, can you talk about the, like the program? Is it just high school? Is it middle school yeah. and high school? Yeah, so it's just high school. Um, 
So any black and brown girl, 9th and 12th grade at Rose Bell, you're welcome to join as long as we have the capacity, meaning as long as we have enough volunteers. It's open door policy. Our goal is to expand to other schools across the DMV in coming years. Um, yeah, and then you're in the program as long as you want to be. After you graduate from Roosevelt, the goal is always to have you come back. But, you know, some girls go out of state. Some, you know, maybe you're just not interested. But fortunately enough, especially this year, we have at least, we have a couple who came back to serve as mentors and then a mm-hmm. couple who are serving on the board doing all the behind the scenes work. Oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, and then like one who is on the board, she's from here, but she's in school in Pittsburgh. She's about to study for the MCAT um, and go to med school. She's been like brilliant since yes. high school. And like just to see her transformation, I'm just like, damn. And when you hear her say like, definitely it's because of my rose, I'm like, oh my God, we yes. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So like stories like that, I'm just like, damn this is a lot of work, but you know, when you see things like that, it's like, even if you're playing just the smallest role, it makes it worth it. Yes. Um, and, and thinking about her story, like what are three things you want to celebrate that Amari Rose has done in the last three months mm. or, or the last year? Yeah, definitely. I would say one thing to celebrate is the fact that we were able to, do this school year entirely virtual sis when I tell you we had mastered the formula for in person Mm because that's what we had always done and who would think like okay y'all do it in person and just do the same thing on zoom like that's no like the smallest things you wouldn't think of like something simple like having a girl turn in paperwork and it's like it's easy if you're at school because you can just say hey sis sign this or sign this form you know what I mean but it's like now you have to communicate via messages or phone calls like it was just a lot of little things that made things more complicated and taxing but we figured it out yeah um my favorite phrase especially in this last year is plot and pivot because it's just like issues would always come up but it's like at the end of the day for the greater good you just have to figure out how to get it done yes that's definitely one accomplishment is figuring out how to do what we were doing in person entirely virtual and then another big accomplishment in the fall, we um, were selected, well, we won a $25,000 grant from State Farm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> girl, stressful. Okay. So imagine <laughs> we're like, okay, so now we have to figure out how to do this whole thing in COVID. And it's like stress. Right back to back, we find out that we're finalists in this grand competition. We've never mm-hmm. done anything like that before. Yeah, and it was just a lot, but you know what I'm saying? It was 2,000 applicants, we made it to the 200 top 200 finalists, and then we just were rallying as many people as we could to vote every day. And then we made it to the top 40 and won that money trail. So that's another major accomplishment. That's two, yes, yes, yes. I- I'll take that, those two. <laughs> um. That's that's really powerful, just like being mm-hmm. able to pivot. So um, what are some learnings that you had in like that pivot? So I know you talked about like mm-hmm. the smallest thing around communication, but mm-hmm. are there other things you want to share with the pivot? Because I feel like in 
in the, the world of entrepreneurship and in ventures, there's pivots mm-hmm. that happen. And it's like, sometimes pivots become like this door that stop you as opposed to like, no, open the door, sis. Open, yeah. So how have you opened the door, sis? Yeah, like, no, I definitely agree with you because the years that we did the program, like I said, we were entirely in person and just never thought about what we could do virtually, right? So it's like now unintentionally, we have this whole formula where where maybe we might not be able to do an in-person program at a school, but maybe we can do for the girls, we meet with them virtually. And it's like, Mm -hmm. now we've already figured out the formula as to how to do that. So it was like an unintentional, like divine intervention type blessing. I would say a major key to success that I've learned definitely leading a venture like this. Um, Definitely project management, like doing your best to figure out the formula. Um, And it's definitely going to be a lot of trial and error. But I think what I have learned is just being intentional about self-reflection and being observant of what's working and what's not. Because it's like when we're doing something and I'm completely, if you ask anyone on the team, it's like I'm very transparent. I'm like, all right, y'all, this clearly ain't working. So what are you about to do to fix it? Okay, (laughs) like it's just that's it. That's all right. It's like insanity is like doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Right. Right. So my goal is always to figure out like, how can we do things better? How can we make this less stressful for ourselves? How can you do this more efficiently? Like right before we got on this call, I was working on our project plan because I'm like, these project plans are switching the game up. Like Mm -hmm. I do it in my work professional life. And at first I didn't adopt it here because I'm like, oh, we don't need, girl, project planning. Okay. Yes. Yes. Project planning, being strategic, doing reflection and integrating your team into that as well. Right. Not that they're going to give you all the answers, but just bringing them into that conversation to say, hey, what do y'all think? And then doing your best to take all the pieces and reshape the plan or figure out your formula yeah that also yeah. gets them bought in and feel like mm-hmm. oh, she actually listens to me and yeah and I'm gonna you know continue to do this work mm-hmm. and when it gets tough it's like I know at the end of the day this is a community that cares for me and so mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that um yeah how do you balance your I'm imagining full-time work and mm-hmm. also like running an organization like which is full time work. <laughs> How you balance two full time jobs, sis? Um, yeah, people have asked me that a lot recently. Like, I don't know. I think my answer has been definitely positive energy. You know what I mean? Like, I try nice. my best. Definitely, it's going to be a lot of times where things get frustrated. But even in the moment, I might get frustrated. I'll be like, bruh. You upset for what? You still gonna have to figure it out. So exactly. there's no point to in here crying because the milk's spilled. Like let's clean mm-hmm. it up and figure out how yeah. we're about to get some more milk type energy. And honestly, that's just what's been getting me through. Like between my frame of mind, just keeping it as positive as possible, and then doing my best to plan and always trying to think two steps ahead, right? Like even something yes. small, like, okay, we have an event coming up for the girls, like. Let me draft the email reminder that's going to go out now. So, you know, if something comes up closer to the date, it's already re- like, I don't know, just the smallest things of figuring mm-hmm. out how to plan ahead. But I would definitely say first it's mindset, because if your mind, if your mental isn't right, you're literally going to be stressed all the time, like all the time. And when your mind isn't right, your pr- productivity is going to be low. So, yeah. Yeah. And in thinking about the mindset, how have you been able to 
kind of share that with your team. So um, I know you have a team. So how how have you been able to like flex their mindset or or do they already have the mindset and you had to catch up with them? Like, can you share more about that dynamic? Yeah, I think it was definitely definitely. I think everybody who is on the team at this point really is about this life. Like we're just passionate about what it is that we're doing. I think what I learned about people is that not all of us, we wanted to do it, but we're also doing a million other things, right? Like we're in school, we have a job, we have a man, I want to go to the gym, I'm trying to stay slim fit, like what's up? Like, I think our biggest key to success, especially in the past two months as a team, is us helping each other figure out a plan so we're each able to do all the things, including this. Right. So that's also where that project management piece has come in. Like I started making like to-do lists for everybody. That's what I was doing before we got on this call. I'm making the to-do list for April and it's March 2nd. You know what I mean? So everyone is able to plan ahead of time and kind of figure out their personal lives around this volunteer work that we want to make happen as well. So, yeah. And then we also do um, like pulse checks every Wednesday. It's like, all right, y'all, let's do a check-in. Like, yeah. how, how are you doing personally? And how are you doing with the team? Like, do you need help with anything? You know, did you break up with your boyfriend? Did your boyfriend get your flowers? Like, just understanding like each other as a whole, because that makes it easier to work together, right? So when, you know, Susie is late, it's like, damn, I know Susie's grandma just passed and they were super right. close. So that makes sense. So you're not then, you know, feeling animosity or coming at her some way when she's already going through something. So I definitely think it's been helping each other plan and then just having transparency and communication. Um, so everybody's always on the same page. Yeah. I love that. And you, you also mentioned, um, volunteer. So everyone mm-hmm. volunteers on the team. Yes, girl. We are yes, 100% that's, that's dedication. Yet, do you know how hard it is to find some black women who are about this life and are, and have the times yes. one thing to be about this life, but you know, usually when you're, you're about this life, you already have a million things going on. So yeah, it's, like I said, it's, it's work, but it's definitely doable. Um, yeah. So it's all of us give, just giving our time and our talent to make a difference in our community for the girls that are in our community. And um, yeah, I don't know, just getting in touch thinking about it because it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's really powerful. Uh, it's, it takes, um, I don't know, it makes me think about like the work. It's the reason that I joined like my sorority, like paying, but it's like, mm-hmm. I care because I want to give back. And this mm-hmm. is like a part of that legacy that I want to leave. Yeah, so, exactly. Yes, sis, y'all continue to do it. Y'all continue Thank to do you. it. And we are going to rally behind and, and support y'all. Yeah. Um, when you think about this journey, who are some baddies that have inspired or encouraged you that you just want to shout out right now? So just give them their flowers. Oh my God. There are so many baddies in my life. Oh my God. I'm even nervous to give anybody flowers because I feel like if in this moment I forget, my baddies are very transparent and that's why I love them. Because if they hear, they're going to be like, so sis, what's happening? Um, But I will, to give a general shout out to everybody who has been in my corner, I would definitely say there are so many Black women who over the years have made an impression on me and taught me so many things along the way that they might not even realize, right? Like I remember, she's still my mentor to this day. Um, I remember I started working with her like when I was a senior in college. And in hindsight, she was, you know, being a little tough to teach me some things. Right. Um, but in the moment I was just like, oh my God, 
she's a baddie. She doesn't like me. Like sometimes she smiles, sometimes she doesn't. I just don't know what to do. And I remember one day I was sitting at the front desk. She came into the office and then she was like, I need you to meet me in my office in five minutes. Mm-hmm. No good morning, no nothing. And I go in her office. I'm like, okay, what does she want? And then I sit down and she looks at me and I'm looking at her, looking at me. I'm like, so what's up? And then what's she's up? like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, never go into a meeting without something to write with. Right. And to me, I'm like, now as a being grown, I'm like, oh, duh. Like, what was I going to like? She could have told me a million things. How would I right. have remembered all of that? Right. But as a 19 year old, I wasn't thinking that way. But today it's like any meeting that I'm in on point, like it just doesn't matter. So I just think there've been a lot of women who have taught me small lessons like that, that have transcended over the past like decade of my life. Other women, it's just like attitude, like being positive despite other things that are happening, like yes. knowing how to show up and show out. Like I've seen women where I know they're going through stuff personally behind closed doors, but when we're in, you know, in the workplace on point, you wouldn't even know like anything is going on or, um, yeah, I don't know. There's just so many. And I'm, you, you're making me like nostalgic. That's why I keep getting distracted because <laughs> I'm just like, thinking like, damn, like I've met so many amazing women. And I mm-hmm. think on the other side from women, I've also learned what not to do. Right. Yes. I think, yes. yeah, I think that's very important because while you're at, the question was, who do you want to give your flowers? I think there are a lot of women who I've learned sometimes women don't always want to give each other their flowers. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's been a very big takeaway and lesson learned for me to give credit where credit is due type of yes. energy. So yes, girl, I know I indirectly did not answer your question, but hopefully that suffice. Okay. This question is about you. So okay. however you answer, that's all that matters. Okay. <laughs> so um, let's put some stuff out into the world. Okay. So if you think about, Two to three years from now, mm. where do you want Amari Rose to be? And how can the community of baddies help you get there starting from the day they hit play on this episode? Ooh, step one, queens. Listen up. Turn the button. No, I'm just kidding. Listen, <laughs> listen. Um, definitely, I think anybody who is about this life, like about this life in terms of you want to give back to our community and affect change. Sign up to serve as a volunteer, whether you have the time to serve as a mentor where you're working with students directly on a daily, weekly basis, or you want to come in one time and serve as a guest speaker, or you want to do the behind the scenes work on the board with me and the rest of our team, definitely sign up to be a volunteer. Figure out how you can get involved, whether it's one time or long term. Every every person like makes a difference, whether it's big or small. So definitely sign up to volunteer on our website. Um, In terms of big picture, in two to three years, I definitely see ourselves at at least one other school, aside from Eleanor Roosevelt. Our goal is to do a pilot in Baltimore and do one in D.C. um, in the coming years and then expand to schools across each district. I definitely see in the next two to three years that we will be getting paid for all the, you know, amazing work that we're doing. Because when I tell you that we're doing work work like work like I've been in full-time jobs that don't require as much not even necessarily time just the substance of what it is that we're doing like it's deep like it's needed so I definitely see ourselves in a position where we've gotten to the point where we have enough funding 
where we can turn this into our full-time job and not have to do it with full-time jobs. Right. So, yeah. Yes. How can we help you get there? Help us by serving as a volunteer mm-hmm. or giving us your coin, one yes. or the other. Yes. We, we'll take your time or your coin, whichever right. one you want to give. We and accept if, it. And if they wanted to do that, where can they find you? Like your website and social Yeah, media? our website is amararose.org. So I-M-A-R-A-R-O-O-S-E.org. And then you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of our social media platforms are at Imara Rose. Wonderful. I love it. And um, in closing... Mm-hmm. I want to leave the people. I don't want to do it. You're, you're going to do it. So I want to close with a baddie benediction. Oh. So what is something that you want to share with the baddies? Something that I want to share with the baddies. You're a baddie, which means you can do it. Like you can do all the things. Like don't ever let anyone discredit your dreams or your plan or your aspiration, right? I think a lot of the time, something that I learned only you are really going to understand your vision or your goal for yourself. It's on you to figure out how, how to make that a reality and really manifest it, right? So yes. obviously you're going to have to get buy-in along the way. But if somebody doesn't buy into it and they don't really get it, never let that deter you. Like years ago when I had this concept, people were like, why are you doing that? And then now that we won 25K, people are like, oh, I see why you're doing that, right? Uh-huh. Like, so I say that to say my baddie benediction is you are able, plot and pivot, make shit shake. Oh, we can't use curse words. Yes, you can. It's <sighs> your benediction. Oh, my benediction is make shit shake. Okay. Baddies, friends, thank you for joining another episode of Baddies with Business. For more details about today's feature baddie, check out the episode description box. I have included her um, social media accounts and also ways that you can stay up to date on all things baddies with business. If you're a baddie with a business or aspiring business and want to chat, I want to hear from you. You can contact me at baddieswithbusiness at gmail.com. If you want to support Baddies with Business and join the growing community of friends, consider joining the Baddies with Business Patreon community. The link for that is also in the description box. In closing, here's a word from the Lord. Audrey Lord. When we speak, we are afraid our words will not be heard nor welcome. But when we are silent, we are still afraid. So it is better to speak. Be bad, be bold, be a baddie.